think you have to actually press the button to Just start. Just first to start. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome, Welcome to podcast number one of Clearly Off Topic. Wow, we were like kind of in sync, but like not in sync. You know what I mean there? We're all float up. We're all float up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, I'm Julia Lamar. I'm Lindsay Lucas. No, that's not my name anymore. I'm <laughs> Lindsay Bear. That's weird to say out loud. Fail. <laughs> Marriage. This is why you don't change your name when you get married, because you'll never mess up in that way. Yeah. I mean, I guess nobody would have known if I had messed up. Well, now everyone knows. Now they know. <laughs> We're both married, apparently. So, <laughs> Well, welcome to our podcast, Clearly Off Topic. We love to sit down and have conversations with a goal, and then we always get off topic. So <laughs> clearly, that's where, that's where the name came from. Um, and Juliet and I live in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and we just have lives out here. We both do different things. Yeah. We both are involved in different communities out here, but we're best friends. And we've been best friends for how long? Like. 13 years. (laughs) Something crazy like that. Pretty much since the moment we met, we became really good friends. Yeah. And crazy way we met is basically through gymnastics. Mm -hmm. So I coached gymnastics and moved to Fullerton, California for school and walked into a gymnastics studio looking for a job. And Juliet interviewed me and pretty much told me, uh, hi, you've done this before. You have a job. Can you be back here in 30 minutes to coach? <laughs> we needed a coach so bad. Lindsay was great, but we also needed someone to start then. And she said, yeah, I'll just stay here. I was like, all right, great. You start in 30 minutes. And I coached in jeans that day. You did. In a tank top. And I think it was like 88 degrees in mm-hmm. that gym. It was really cute. But after that, we just were pretty much inseparable. Yeah, and, literally. <laughs> and uh, we rode our bikes to work together every day. We did. And we went to school together. And we even got a second job at the same place mm-hmm. together yep. because we were poor and had no money. And we lived together. So pretty much, yeah, we've been together for quite some time. And we've been through a lot of different things. I think for our listeners who don't know us, something that is unique about us, but you know a lot of people, but us specifically because it's our podcast. <laughs> is that Lindsay and I know a little bit about a lot of things and we're very comfortable in a lot of different situations and that makes us have a really wide net of a worldview. Yeah, and we've both traveled, we've done different traveling, not any of our traveling has actually been together. I know, what the heck? So, <laughs> I know, right? 2019 goal, change that. Change that, go somewhere together other than like Lake Tahoe or Big Bear. Um, but yeah, I think that we have a lot of different views and opinions that come from very different upbringings and mm-hmm. very different views on the world. Um, and you'll kind of learn about all those things as you listen along with us. So stay tuned or else you won't know anything. Yeah, you'll know nothing. Just like <laughs> us. <laughs> so this podcast is being recorded right after the most hated holiday. I think it really is the most hated holiday. I think people love to hate it. I think that's what I it love is. to hate it. I love to hate it too. <laughs> and I also actually love it now. Because obviously I'm married, so Valentine's yeah. Day is like a day where I come home expecting flowers and like <laughs> at least a Reese's peanut butter cup sitting on my bed. Yes. Um, and that doesn't always happen because my husband is not romantic in the slightest. And I came home on Valentine's Day to actually he was asleep already. Um, <laughs> so marriage. Marriage. <laughs> You've only been married. Not this, even a year. This is our first year is as first year a husband and wife. It and, instantly changes. Now that's not true. And, um, I mean, Valentine's Day has always just been a day that Hallmark has told everybody that they have to love their yeah. monogamous partner on that day. And, I don't know, Joel and I, Joel's my husband, um, Joel and I just love each other every day. And I think that it's cool when Valentine's Day falls on a weekend because you're like, ooh, a reason to go out on a date. Like, let's mm-hmm. spend a little more money than normal. But... 
people love to hate this holiday and I get it because if you are not in a relationship and you are not connected to another person, whether that be a man or a woman or a monogamous or a crazy like polyamorous relationship where you have a ton of different lovers and friends and no matter if you're not in any sort of a relationship like that, I think you can just really easily hate on it. It can feel, it can feel lonely and I think people don't like that it highlights think it's single awareness day is what a lot of people call it. I used to call it yeah. that. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's, I think it's funny, like, I love, I went to a Galentine's, I feel like that is a really cool thing that's coming out of Valentine's Day, is, okay, let's celebrate your friends, and how this is now more of a, a fun friend celebration, and I've always loved that about Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, I just love Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of pink, but I love red, chocolate's <laughs> the best, um, I hate to admit that I love those stupid little candy hearts, but I really they're do. They're so good. They're, they're, so, little, they're so, like, bad good, because all know they're not going to make those anymore. I, Did you hear this? Excuse me? Yes, newsflash. They're not going to make them anymore. But how? The factories are closing down. I had that at NPR and I was like, what is Valentine's What were we saying? But yeah, I just, I think, sorry, we had technical difficulty because I hit the space bar. Edit. Oops. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I can't believe we're not going to make those stupid little candy hearts anymore. What I am know. I going to do? How am I going to do this? Cool, babe. Or right? call me. How am I supposed to communicate with my crush if I don't have these little chocolate, not these little chocolates, little candies? Yeah, I'm very upset about it. So, Honestly, yeah. I used to love these. I I never liked I them, but I like the any. idea of them. I never bought any this year. That's why they're going out of business, Wendy. This is all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fault. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, but yeah, Valentine's Day. I think the Valentine's Day thing is really cool. Um, I was, I didn't celebrate Valentine's Day, but I was just in Tulum with two of my girlfriends. Yeah, and that was really great. That. That was cool. Yeah, to celebrate our, one of our best friend's uh, birthdays, we surprised her in Mexico. Well, she knew that I was going, and she thought it was just me and her. And me and this other girl who's really good friends with us decided to surprise her. And so our friend from Seattle flew all the way to Cancun and our friend Carla knew knew nothing about it. And she literally fell on the floor when she saw Caitlin. (laughs) And, you know, we we pretended like she was our Mexican driver and she like (laughs) wore a mustache and aviator glasses and it was hilarious. And it, it turned out really, really well. And... I mean, you have to nurture your relationships, right? And yep. Caitlin has moved all the way to Seattle, and that's been really hard on our friendship and, like, just on each of us individually. And yeah. so it was really important for us to go on that trip and to make uh, Carla feel special for her birthday. And, like, we do this podcast now, mm-hmm. which now you have to hang out with me, deal with it. I love it. I, yeah, I was just thinking about how much this is going to nurture our friendship because we're really good friends, but we're also really busy people. I mean, you live on the west side. (laughs) You live on the west side and I live on the east side and if you're not from Los Angeles, they're only like 11 or 12 miles apart but it's like a lifetime and a half to get to the other side. It's at least an hour depending on the time of day. (coughs) You know, when you said you're on the east side or the west side, I thought of west side story like, like we're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) I've never actually seen west side story but neither have I. I feel like it has to do with different sides of the town. Yes. and Maybe it's just about the west side. Right now we're on the east side though. The better side. side. You know, the cheaper side. There's a lot of good Mexican food over here. There's so much good. There's literally a Mexican cart on every corner with like illegal meat being cooked. We love it here. <laughs> it's probably the chihuahuas that I saw running down the street earlier. Oh my god, don't <laughs> say that. I have a chihuahua. I don't want to say that, but oh it's probably... It probably is. Oh my god, don't say that. I just really hope that they have chickens in their backyard and that's what we're eating. Well, you and I don't eat meat anyway, so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. But we are concerned for the meat eaters out there. We're very concerned for the poor meat don't eaters. Don't eat lingua. Is that tongue? And don't eat... What's the... What's oh my god, there was one time I ate stomach. We're not going to talk about this right now, but there's one time I ate cow stomach <laughs> and I wasn't talking. told that it was cow stomach and... Later, I was like, you have lied to me. I've been lied to. 
Um, our good friend Alyssa, actually, that's the reason she became a vegan. So this good friend of ours oh my gosh, is a is a major right. vegan. She's like a major. She's one of those people who doesn't wear leather. She doesn't. She doesn't eat honey. Yeah, that's just bees make honey anyway. That's not a yeah, it's a whole lot of conversation. But she's a, she's a hardcore vegan. I she, remember when this happened. It you was remember when this happened? House. At Lindsay's house, we're at a party and we were all like drunk. wasted. We're yeah, we're, we're, we're very very drunk. drunk. I was like trying to put it nice. Yeah. yeah, we were we were white girls. <laughs> and our sure. friend Seth went to the taco cart that I was just telling you guys about, and you could literally order cabeza, which that's is brain, right? head brain. Yeah. 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 And um, so Alyssa asked for chicken. By the way, the, the future vegan asked for chicken. Yeah, yeah. she, she did didn't ask want for chicken. Anything, anything spicy or exciting? Yeah, Seth was drunk. He just ordered cabeza because it was cheapest, and, and he likes it. I think. I I don't know that he even knows what it is. He's like, he I don't think he knows. But he ordered it, and he like Alyssa and him were like eating all of their tacos, right? And Alyssa's like, this tastes a little weird. Like, what is this? And he goes, oh, it's cow brain. <laughs> and the next day, Alyssa was full vegan. Full vegan. <laughs> full vegan. Like, never again. I'm not doing this. I love that story. I think that's such a fun, a fun transitional story. And for her, it was traumatic. For me, it was great. It was great to watch. Because I mean... everyone's got those moments in life that are so pivotal. And to see someone go through a diet pivotal moment was pretty fun. And now, like, hilarious. years later. Years. She's been vegan for, like, six years. Years. <laughs> and now to see her, you know, years later, you know, still carrying her little lunchbox with her everywhere she goes. Because that's what you have to do when you're vegan. Yeah. I was vegan for a while and I really enjoyed it and it did a lot for my health uh, I'm not anymore don't tell vegans that they're gonna get very very mad at me any vegans out there I'm sorry it's not you it's I me. love you it's definitely it's not <laughs> you it's me but yeah so it was it's just it was really funny to like have nur- we nurtured her friendship from I was gonna say are we on top <laughs> <laughs> we nurtured her friendship from being a meat eater all the way through hardcore veganism um, and that's awesome and that's good for her and it works for her it didn't work for me Cheese doesn't work for me, though. Me and cheese are not friends. I like all the things, but I can't eat red meat anymore because it hurts my stomach. After being a vegetarian, pescatarian for ever, like over six or seven I don't remember the last years. time I ate red meat. That's, I can't remember It's been either. a long time. And I, I'm fine if people want to eat it. I just, I don't personally do it, but it hurts my stomach. I can't do it. Yeah, Joel, Joel uh, had to go vegan with me for a little while <laughs> just because, like, how are you going to just cook meat for yourself, bro? Mm-hmm. So... When he did that, it was it was the same. Now he like goes to In and Out and he wants a burger so bad. And he's like, "This is not gonna feel good later." No, I will be on the floor with pain. <laughs> um, so getting back to topic. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing that I saw on Instagram. Right? Yeah, so Lindsay saw this beautiful. I guess it's a poem. It's a statement. I wanted to read it to you guys because we're talking about love and friendship and relationships in general. So here I quote. Kiss your friends' faces more. Destroy the belief that intimacy must be reserved for monogamous relationships. Be more loving. Embrace plutonic intimacy. Embrace vulnerability. Use emotionality as a radical tactic against a society which teaches you that emotions are a sign of weakness. Tell more people you care about them. Hold their hands. Tell others you are proud of them. Offer support readily. Take care of the people around you. And that's just beautiful. End quote. Yeah, end quote. (laughs) It really is, and... It made me think about it because all these people who, you know, hate on Valentine's Day, it's Singles Awareness Day, it's, you know, it's a hallmark holiday. People can make any excuse they want. They're the focusing for it, on right? the hate. They're choosing to focus on Exactly. The bad. And you can choose to, like, intimacy doesn't need to just be with a monogamous partner or in a polyamorous relationship or mm-hmm. however you choose. Like, intimacy can be whatever you want it to be. And, like, the kiss your friend's faces more <laughs> part gets to me because I kiss my friend's faces all the time. Yeah. 
I think our friends really know that we love them. We are lovers. We, yeah. <laughs> Literally in college, whenever Juliet and I would get drunk, we'd just run around going, love, 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 love. Love, 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 love. Everyone's like, what is wrong with you? Oh like, my God, so many things. Tequila. <laughs> Tequila is wrong, of course. Um, no, but it, it, you're right. You know, you have to treat, and I think that happens a lot, is people don't treat friendships with the same intensity as they treat monogamous relationships, and then people find themselves lonely, or they find themselves losing touch. Oh, how did this happen? Because you didn't nurture your friendship. You didn't grow with that person. And not that you have to grow with every person in your life. No. But as soon as you get older, it gets hard to grow those relationships. Well, and you have to... I think that as you get older, you realize that it's not going to be the same as it was in college. Like Juliet and I said. Like, mm-hmm. in college, we spent damn near every waking we morning lived together. We lived I literally here. Cu- went and cuddled with you in the morning. Like, yeah. I could walk next do- next room and you were there. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the friendships that we made in college are so important to us still here today. Mm-hmm. And... That's because we've chosen to nurture them. Yeah. Like, we have chosen to be like, hey, like, send a text and be like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a week. I love you. Yep. Have a good day. What is that thing you say to your friend? Hey. Oh, hey. hey. Hi. How are you? I love you. No, oh. it's on your water bottle. What is it? Oh, um, excuse me. I love you. Um, yeah, and that just stems from you don't need to necessarily be sitting right next to somebody for them to know that you love them. Mm-hmm. But you need to reach out and you need to nurture that relationship and you need to come back to those friends. And it's also important for you to take the positive route in that and know that just because somebody hasn't reached out in a week or two or a month doesn't mean they don't love you. Yeah. doesn't mean they don't care about you. It just means that they're going through something and maybe... You should reach if, out. Yeah, if you haven't heard from somebody in a long time, you should reach out. And yeah, the intimacy between friends is is so sacred. Um you know, Carla, Caitlin, and I just went to Tulum, and while we were having this amazing time and eating all of the food, and this, we literally ate the town out of ceviche. There's no <laughs> Don't go. They're Don't out of go. ceviche. They're out of ceviche. We ate all the octopus, um, and there's probably no tequila left either, although they make it there, so they might, they might have some in storage somewhere. But, you know, we were having this great time, but even through all of that, there were moments where one of us felt left out, or one of us was having a hard time, and if you don't take the time to nurture that relationship and you don't know that that other person cares about you, then you don't feel the need to speak up when you feel Mm -hmm. like you've been wronged. You don't, and that's all part of a friendship and a relationship is growing together and saying like, Hey, that thing you said that hurt my feelings. Communicating. Yeah. And it's, it's so important with your friends too. And I think people just look at Valentine's day as a day to nurture love. And like you can nurture that love in whatever relationship you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And it's so it's so different, too. I always feel that people, some people on Valentine's Day, are expecting things. Like, I'm expecting flowers, I'm expecting chocolate. If they don't get what they're expecting, even if they don't <laughs> really want it, they're mad. Because as soon as you don't get what you expect in anything, mm-hmm. if your ceviche is not what you expected it to taste like, you're going to be upsetting. disappointed. But you can't tell them to take it back because you don't speak enough Spanish. See, I, the problems. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we used, Dan used to do, my Dan's my husband, uh, he used to do crazy romantic things all the time. All the time. On Valentine's Day, he filled my entire dorm room with red balloons. Mm-hmm. It was like hundreds of freaking balloons. So many balloons. I walked in, they poured out of the room, and then there was like a giant teddy bear with chocolate. And that's so cute and sweet, and I loved it. But now that we've been together for 12 years and married for four years, <laughs> you go through a lot of stuff, and you realize the importance of everyday love as opposed to Valentine's Day. And I like, I love to hate on Valentine's Day. I do think it's important for people who maybe get busy to be like, oh, I should step up more. Oh, this makes that person smile. Yeah. But the older you get, the more you're like, wow, I just reflect. So this Valentine's Day, we didn't do anything. Yeah. I don't think I even saw Dan. 
But um, I don't think you saw Joel. Okay, <laughs> it was, Joel. I was a conflict practice at midnight. Got home and I was like, oh, good night, sweetie. And sleep. <laughs> um, but I was reflecting, because he wasn't around, I was reflecting on all the stuff that he does for me that I love all the time. Mm-hmm. And how having someone who I can count on as a support, as a, as a par- partner, but also as a friendship. Like, I can count on you, Lindsay. I need something. And you will be there. Having someone you, you can count on in that way is so important. So important. Counting, having someone who's not going to judge you. Yeah. <laughs> having somebody that you can literally just text them and be like, I'm just so mad at everything right now and I realize my problems are the stupidest problems in the world, but listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> someone you can be your authentic self with. Someone you can have a safe space with. Those things we take for granted in relationships and we get distracted by the flowers and the chocolate or we get distracted by the jewelry, like so much jewelry sales. Reese's peanut butter cups are a pivotal part of my relationship. (laughs) So everybody should know that. So if you don't have those in a relationship, it's not real. It's not real. No, but you're right. And the way that you, I mean... Everyone knows this, but do they, they all are like, I know it, but then they get mad and they don't get something. And you're yeah, like, and are you really living it? And I mean, like, I got mad. Now, I was mad for a lot of reasons this we week. We had a shit week. Yeah, like, let's be real. Valentine's Day ended the week and I was like, fucking Valentine's Day. And like, now this. And now this. It was like, <laughs> you know, it was like that show on, um, oh my God, the uh, last week tonight. And now this. That's how I feel. Like, it. this week was just one thing after the next. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I'm really... I have all the jobs, just like Juliet. We have full-time jobs. We have, like, we try to have social lives. Um, And, you know, it was just a fucking shitty week. And at the end of it, we're sitting there, and I'm talking to Joel on Valentine's Day because I'm not going to see him. So I'm, like, talking to him before he's going to bed. And I'm like, hey, like, what are we going to do tomorrow? Because weeks prior, he told me, like, oh, I'm going to make a reservation. I really want to go to this restaurant. So we are obsessed (laughs) with the final table just so you're all aware. I thought it was called the chef's table, literally until Joel was like, Lindsay, you're done. It's called the final table. Whatever table it, it table is. Table too, I thought it was chef's table, too, I don't even watch TV. I think it's chef's table. So I thought, it's this show on Netflix, and it's basically like these chefs that get together and they create a team, and then they like battle it out. Mm-hmm. And like, I love the food channel. I loved the food <laughs> channel when I had cable. So like anything like food related, like that Nailed It show with Nicole Byer, fucking hilarious, super dumb. That would be me. I can't bake. I can't cook. But I love to watch other people cook. So we watched the show. We were obsessed with this show for weeks until we finally finished it. And the person who won is this guy named Chef Timothy Hollingsworth, right? Hollingsworth? Hollingsworth. Okay. And he had a partner who's, I can never remember his partner's name, but he's like in, he's in, he's a Canadian guy and he's awesome he too. Matter. And they won the show. Sorry, Canada. They won the show. And Timothy Hollingsworth has a restaurant in LA called Otium. And Joel is it and I dot T dot M or No, it's O T I U M. Oh, okay, so it's a word. Yeah, it's like a word. Not it's spelling. Anyway, really great restaurant. We went there last night, pretty much drooled the whole time. It was the best <laughs> meal I've ever had, Juliet. It was what insane. So first off, like the dumbest thing on the menu, naan with truffle butter. I've never had naan that was crispy as hell on one side and so soft on the other. Ooh. And it was like they it <gasps> And they must, like, fry it in truffle oil. Yeah. Because the truffle was, like, in it, but then also the butter that you put on top of it. So much truffle. It was... (laughs) Juliet, (laughs) this was... It was fun. It was amazing. So we had that, and they had, like, a ahi salmon pokey kind of bowl that had this... They called it, I think, like, dragon fruit rice or something. It almost had, like, a peanut buttery taste in the rice. 
It was unreal. <laughs> and then it had, like, the nori on top. It, it was, you guys. Was it pretty as well? It was beautiful. Yeah. And, like, you have to go to this place. And we, like, got the sea bass and, uh, like, just oh, the drinks, Juliet. I hate... <laughs> I hate, like, mezcal drinks, mostly because I don't like smoky drinks. Yeah. You know this. I hate smoky. Mm-hmm. I don't like that flavor. It's not my It's not my jam. I've never been, like, a mesquite barbecue girl. <laughs> and this mezcal drink, it had, like, bell pepper agave in it. And, like... It doesn't sound good. No. But... <laughs> it's good? Holy crap. So, anyway, so we went to this restaurant, and Timothy Hollingsworth was actually there. Like, he was Did you just fangirl? Did you fangirl? Oh! <laughs> I'm not that person that, like, gets, like, flustered in front of celebrities, but the girl was, like, I was, like, we were, like, telling our waitress, like, oh, my God, we, like, oogled over Timothy Hollingsworth during the show, blah, 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 and she's, like, oh, actually, chef's eating with us tonight, and Joel and I were, like, what? (laughs) And she's, like, yeah, she's, like, if you look over your shoulder to the right, he's right there, and we look over, and we're, like, oh, my God, he's right there, and his uh, partner from the chef's table was there, too, or the final table, wherever the fuck this show is called, was there, too, and they were eating with, like, a friend, and... You could see them, and they had been, like, preparing this goose or duck or something for them all day, and it had been, like, hanging in, like, this smoke thing, and they, like, literally, it was kind of sad to, like, see see the, like, full duck, but they, like, stuffed its butt with greens, and, like, took it out and showed (laughs) him, and he, like, pointed to where he wanted it cut, and it was really cool, but anyway, we fangled really hard, but (laughs) you could have said, I'll have what he's having. I'll have what he's (laughs) having. Um, but I don't eat ducks. So yeah. That would have not gone well. Say, no, I'm kidding. I just had to say the line. <laughs> I just wanted to, to say, say the line. Um, but yeah, so it was it was really great, and it was a great meal. And, you know, Joel and I actually call um, Valentine's Day our half anniversary because it's actually mm-hmm. like our seventh month anniversary. But it sounds way cooler to say that it's on Valentine's Day because yeah. we were married on the 14th. And so we were telling everybody it's our half anniversary, our half anniversary. And That's so cute. <laughs> what we've realized is that. Like, we weren't sell- we weren't going to this restaurant, obviously, to celebrate Valentine's Day. We were going out because it was a Friday, and we hadn't seen each other in, like, two weeks because he was at a bachelor party, and then I was in Mexico, yeah. and, like, so on and so forth. But, like, just getting together, 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 getting together with your loved ones feels good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. You could be at the nicest restaurant in L.A. that you've been, like, dying to eat at. It's not, like, a fancy, fancy restaurant. Don't get me wrong. I'm not that type of girl. But, like, the, this restaurant you've been dying to eat at. Or, like, we could be sitting at home eating Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, watching a cooking show. Mm-hmm. And I would love Joel just as much. But, like, nurturing that relationship and going out and getting out of your house and going to do something with your loved one feels so good. Especially yeah. after the shitty week that we had. <laughs> like, and the shitty month that Joel and I have had just because, like, there's so much going on. But it's, um... Yeah, it was so nice to get out, and, like, we need to go there and eat there. Cause I and just... we need to go to Tulum with you as well, because we need a couple's vacation at some point. We just need a vacation, Julia. Like, I need a vacation where I'm literally... I took my work stuff, and I was literally Why? writing emails on the beach, yeah. because we have so much going on with my sister and mine's um, media company, and then, you know, my actual job that pays me money. <laughs> <laughs> I know, all those jobs that don't pay you money, but then also the jobs that you have to People are like, do. it'll be an opportunity later. And yeah, like, and then, when? well, but when... Uh, getting back to because I was just thinking of listeners who maybe aren't in like awesome relationships sorry to brag but yeah, sorry. you and I found very some lucky. great people and we've been with them for a really long time and they're like how do you get there okay it's a lot of work but you also have to it's love yourself like I tell this to people all the time you have to love yourself before anybody else can love you right so depending on where you're coming from and what your situation is can depend on what you need to do to get to 
a good positive relationship. If you're single and you've just broken up with somebody and you know, you're just like down and out and you feel bad for yourself all the time. You need to get yourself to a point where you feel good about waking up in the morning and you're like, I don't need somebody else to survive because honestly, and I don't know about you, Juliet, I don't need Joel to survive. Mm -hmm. I don't want to survive without him. That Mm -hmm. would suck. But I don't need him to get by. Like, I've never been that type of person that's like, I need you in my life. I'm going to die without you. And I think if you're there, that's a really unhealthy place to start, right? Mm -hmm. So start with, like, knowing that you can get up every day and do what you need to do to get by. And then become, like, become happy with yourself. But if you're already in a relationship, then it's just a lot of work. It's It's so much work. work. I love that that we both have such different... Well, different, but same, same uh, ideas. Because your mind first went to, you have to be happy with yourself. And that's so true. Because I didn't think that first. Because yeah. I'm, like, I've been in a relationship forever. And I'm also like oddly confident in everything I do. Yeah, <laughs> As you know. It's sure. like, I have no idea. So it's like, I can do everything. And I'm like, you can't. You can. You should do like, one less thing. So you can be saying like, what Lindsay, I'm amazing. You're just like, no, you're not. But um, <laughs> I am, though. And, <laughs> but you, and I think that's so important that you brought that up. You have to be comfortable in yourself. And I was going to bring up the work. You know, every... Every day you are with somebody, married, not married, third day of relationship, 13th day, uh, 1300th day of relationship, Yeah, you have to look, and when you love someone, you have to feel empathy in what their situation is. I'm not explaining this right, but I have to think, okay, Dan sounded angry, but is he angry? If he is angry, why, why is he angry? It's not me. It's something that's happening. You know, you have to sit there and problem solve. You can't just be like, why is he angry? Ew, whatever. He yeah. sucks. That's you have true. To take away your own judgment. You have to put yourself in their shoes, which a lot of people can't do. And removing judgment and removing yourself. (laughs) Remove judgment, remove yourself. Yeah, and I mean, like, I I had this issue with Carla earlier this week, and not going to go into detail, we got in a little bit of an argument after Tulum, and everything's fine now. She's one of my best friends. She's hilarious. Good old cheese dog. But, um, you know, you... I don't remember where I was going with this, but basically like sometimes you hit these roadblocks and you have to sit down and not just be like, oh my God, they never want to talk to me again. They hate me. I can't believe they would do this. Da, da, da. So many absolutes. And then be like, maybe it's not about me. Yeah. And like, because most of the time it's not. Most yeah. of the time when Joel and I get in a, an argument, it's because either I'm going through something or he's going through something and we haven't gotten to the point where we're able to communicate what we're going through. And we haven't gotten to the point where we even know why we're upset. Yeah. I mean, I, half the time I'm upset. I don't even know what the fuck is going on in my own head. Like, That's, yeah. Another, another issue for both of us. Oh <laughs> why am I mad right now? But don't judge what someone else is going through. Yeah. Because you don't know exactly. And sometimes, like we're saying, we can't communicate what we're going through. We're just mad and we're outwardly showing anger, frustration, or happiness, or sadness. And that already explained that, but really something else could be going. And that person that's standing there watching you go through it, like, is the person who's directly the most affected, right? Mm -hmm. And you You have to realize that, that, especially if you're in, like, a monogamous relationship or just an intimate relationship with somebody, you have to realize that, A, not everything's about you, Mm -hmm. right? We already said that. But that they, sometimes people just need support. Sometimes people just need you to be like, I can tell something's not right. And if you want to talk about it, Hey, here I am, free from nine to five, you know? Like, yeah. Monday through Friday, 24 7, whatever. And then you have to have the courage to, to reach out to them on the other side. Like, if, if, if you're like, Juliet, I can tell something's wrong, I'm here for you. And I'm like, no, I'm fine, everything's cool. That doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything in your friendships, it doesn't do anything in your relationships because mm-hmm. you have to be brave enough to say, yeah, there is something up. 
I don't know if you can help. Just listen. And maybe they just listen. Maybe they solve all your problems. You don't know until maybe you try. Maybe they're like, you dummy. Did you turn right instead of going left? Exactly. And you're like, I never even thought about exactly. that. Exactly. But you have, to, you have to trust your friends. You have to trust certain people enough to, to be vulnerable. And I think you have to trust yourself enough to know that the people you're surrounding yourself with want the best for you, right? Hopefully, yeah. And hopefully they do. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for anybody out there who's not surrounded by people they can trust or that they love or that they know love them because I've gotten really lucky, you know, since I met you, Juliet, and since I moved to, like, Fullerton area and kind of, like, got my, my own grounding and own footing in, um, and I wasn't just, like, living the life my parents wanted for me. I was doing what I wanted. Once I got there and I've developed these relationships, I've realized that I've never developed relationships like this before. I've never wanted so badly to work hard at a relationship than I have with, like, all the people I'm friends with now. Mm-hmm. That's also maturity, too. Yeah, maybe. A little bit. Yeah, not Yes and no, not, not 100%. Yeah. But a little bit. Yeah, probably. Because when you're young, you don't... You don't realize what You don't matters. realize, yeah, yeah. And if you do, you probably didn't do some shit. God, we're getting old. That's, this is the worst. We're not that old. No, we're really <laughs> old. But, yeah, I mean, relationships are really hard. And don't think that sometimes I don't wake up in the morning and think that, like, ugh, Joel again. <laughs> like, there's there's always mm-hmm. days like that. I luckily don't get that way about Juliet, though. No. That's no. because we are awesome. <laughs> the best. The best. The best. Um, yeah, I, I definitely notice patterns. I think every relationship has patterns, whether it's, you know, friendships. They all do. Like, people have patterns. Mm-hmm. creatures of habit and if I haven't seen Dan in a while I'm just mad at him same me and Joel this week <laughs> if I don't see him I'm like you know what he doesn't care even if it's my fault that I'm busy mm-hmm. I'm the busy one oh, I'm always he's busy not one. reaching out he just thinks he's just he just wants to go on whatever. bike rides and yeah. doesn't want to hang out with me and then as soon as I see him and I'm all mad and then I realize that I'm being a child um, oh my god isn't that the worst like, and then oh you have god, to realize you. and then you have to realize that you're being a child and like reverse your attitude but you've already pissed them off and you're like I'm sorry and they're just sitting there like what is <laughs> happening <laughs> Like, crazy. And I'm like, just forget this all happened. Um, okay, I okay, can't. You just, just do it. At me, do it. So. Yeah, you just yelled at me <laughs> over nothing. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what it was the other day. So Joel and I run a company together, so our relationship is a little bit different because we do have to, like, talk about some serious things sometimes. And sometimes... Do you compartmentalize that a lot? Um, like, do you try to say, hey, we're talking about business now, and then once you're done with that business talk, you say, we're not going to talk about it? Yeah. So we had to, we had to figure that out. That yeah. was really hard. It's gotta be um, and in the beginning, so I'm a businesswoman. Like, I've been doing business pretty much out of the womb. Like, my dad's <laughs> an entrepreneur. My mom's been in business her whole life. She was in fashion business, marketing. Um, and, and this is what I've been doing. My dad and I have run a company together. He's an entrepreneur. I was his first employee other than his business partner. That's a whole other story. But business is in my bones. It's in my blood. It's what I know. I hate that that's what I know. I wish I was, like, cooler and was like, that, you know, an engineer or something. That's so cool, and because I don't know too much at all about business. I just sold a lot of Girl Scout cookies one time, and yeah, now I'm like, your mom, I'm an artist. your mom knew what a stoner was. Yeah, and I didn't. I was eight. <laughs> Juliet's mom took her around, like, okay, the university yeah. when she was a small all right, child. All right, guys, I'm going to brag. I sold a lot of Girl Scout cookies in the state of Arizona when I was only a wee eight-year-old. Mostly because <laughs> her mom was a stoner, and knew what stoners were, and was like, we're going to go at 6 p.m. 
to the school, and we're going to walk around the dorms, yeah. and you're going to sell them Girl Scout cookies. So we went to all the colleges. We went to NAU and ASU and U of A. We went to all the colleges and sold to the, to the kids in college in their dorm rooms. And those guys bought them like hotcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I had my little dog in my uniform, and I would march up there up and down those halls selling those Girl Scout cookies. And now looking back, I'm like, this is so crazy. And then Girl Scouts came to our dorms at one point. We, we bought all those and cookies. And we bought those cookies. <laughs> it's a great business model. We definitely bought those cookies. End those girls are smart. Into my story. <laughs> yeah. do, do not sit out in front of Walmart. Definitely go yeah, to Yeah, what is wrong with you? Go to a coffee Yeah, Walmart. like, go, come on. Walmart's no got enough fatties. There's cookies inside. It's okay. <laughs> There's cookies inside. That was insensitive. I'm not that sorry. <laughs> we love cookies here. I love everybody, but I say hurtful things sometimes. Yes, me too. <laughs> I love everyone. But um, what were we even talking about? Uh, did we get off topic again? <laughs> oh, my God. Worst. Um, cookies. Cookies, Girl Scouts. Oh, business. So, like, yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a business person. Like, that's what I know. And my husband is a coffee roaster. He knows an awful lot about coffee and roasting coffee and growing coffee and making coffee, but he doesn't know what marketing is. Yeah, why do you need that, Lindsay? I don't want marketing. That sounds really boring. It sounds super boring for him too. And so yeah, we had to we had to figure it out. We had to start like putting our time aside and being like, okay, so on Tuesdays when Lindsay gets home after her crazy days, we're gonna sit down for an hour and talk about it. And we've now got that figured out. And now it's been a while, so we can actually I can be like, hey Joel, I had this really good idea for Red Bear. Like you should do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's a great idea. And he writes it on his to do list, and it's like seamless now. But in the beginning, I used to just be like, why aren't you doing these things? Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, what do you mean? What do I have to do? And I'd be like, sometimes I will plant an idea in his head, and then six months later, he'll be like, oh my God, did you hear about this thing? And I'll be like, shaking my head like, oh my God, babe, that's so great. And I'll be like, yeah, I told you about that six months ago, and you didn't listen <laughs> to me. At least you don't rub his nose in it, you're not like, I told I used to. you. I yeah. used to, it never but worked out well. It never works out, because I don't remember. <laughs> no. He like honestly thinks it's his idea. Yeah, he really did. He thought that, um, he's like, I had been talking about Google ads and I was like watching these YouTube videos about Google ads and like learning a little more about SEO marketing. And he's like, Oh my God, did you know that Facebook did ads? And I just like face palmed and was like, Oh my God, do they? That's so crazy. I had no idea. <laughs> you look back in your email five months ago, you sent him a link. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Hmm, should I forward this to him? No, nope, we'll just keep it to ourselves. I'll tell Juliet about it later. Do I want to get laid tonight? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going to be nice today. <laughs> But yeah, so I think that, you know, that balance is was hard for us. And in the beginning of our marriage, when he started that company... Oh, I remember. It was like right before you got married, right? Oh, mm-hmm. Right before, right before. Guess what? They quit my job. Quit my job. Start started a coffee company. company. <laughs> oh, we're getting married in like six weeks, you know, and we have to like pay vendors and things. But that's okay. You, you'll you figure it out, I guess. <laughs> and he did. And it's great now. And everything's fine. And I'm glad that he doesn't work in hotels anymore because yeah. I get to see him. Yeah. But basically what we're trying to say is that relationships are a lot of work. And... You have to be willing to put in that work to have a good, positive relationship in friendship. Mm-hmm. Even, like, okay, if you're not nice to your parents, you're not going to have a good parental relationship either. It's yeah. any relationship. The respect. I think it comes back down to respect is the word that just pops into my mind. Because when I don't respect somebody, I will say mean things. I will get angry. I'll get emotional. But if I respect that person, I'm going to take the time to be cordial, to explain things. But if you don't respect someone, you're not going to. So you have to make sure you're always keeping There's that There's so many people in my brain right now that, <laughs> about, that I can't say their names out loud <laughs> that we felt that way about. And yeah. it was, yeah, we were mean. We were insensitive. We were rude. And, like, that's not the way to act. And, of course, we never cultivated relationships with those people because, yeah. you know, our heart wasn't in it or my heart wasn't in it. And if you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in – all of that work becomes 10 times harder. Oh, yes. You know? And and not worth it. 
yeah, of course not <laughs> worth it because you're not seeing the fruits of your labor. Like, yeah. it. I don't know, with our relationships, like, I mean, we, we talk about our relationships yeah. all the time together. And we talk about, like, our struggles. And there's sometimes where I remember when Juliet's like, I don't think we're going to make it through the first year of marriage. And I was like, I think you're going to be okay. But, like, <laughs> all right, let me hear this. Come on, yeah. keep going. And, I mean, there's times where even the most, like, the couple who you see the most as the most loving, there's even times when they have problems, too. That's the other thing. You have to remember that it's not just you. Everybody, everybody no has one problems. has. Nobody has a unique emotion. No. No one has. I mean, yes, we all have a unique human experience. I agree with that. But I also think there are so many parallels to our human experience. Everyone is. If you've been there, someone else has also been there at some point in this world. In some capacity. In some capacity. Yeah. And there's nothing new in the world. And that's not like a. Oh, there's nothing new. It's just. It's okay. Well, you're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's going to... And, like, I guess when I... Okay. When I hit, like, 26, I had a major revelation. This was a few years ago, but I had a major revelation that, like, everybody is just trying to figure it out. Forever. It doesn't Forever. get better. No. You don't, you don't like, figure it out. Like, my parents who are in their late 50s are still trying to figure it out. Because new things constantly arise. And if they don't, you're probably dead. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, when I figured out that there was nobody in this world who had it figured out, quote-unquote... I was like, oh, everything's going to be fine. It's all going to be okay. If I don't have a hundred grand in my retirement account right now, it doesn't matter. Well, you're not retiring right now, so yeah. Exactly. But, but like, we're meant to stress about it. We're meant to right worry now. about it right now. Mm-hmm. And like society will tell you that, you know, if you're not having sex four times a week, that your relationship isn't good. Yeah. That's Where did just you get not these numbers? That's cosmopolitan. Not I swear it's cosmopolitan. It's co- <laughs> Turns out, breaking news, Cosmopolitan controls the world. That is your inner thoughts. Uh, Yeah, that's so true because I think that people, and I stand by this all the time, people don't want to think for themselves. I know when I'm tired, I don't want want to think for myself. myself. Uh, I want to normally, but it's, It's you get tired, it's a lot of work. So you want, if someone tells you, you know, eggs are bad for you, you're You're like, like, okay, okay. (laughs) Remember the food pyramid, you guys? Remember RIP food pyramid. But remember that? People just want. A gu- they follow like, it. Well, if you think about it, like, what is Pinterest all based off of? Pinterest is based off of people being lazy, not wanting to do their own research, and, like... <laughs> I'll pay other people's stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, but not even that. Like, oh, okay, for instance, I was on Pinterest the other day because we were going to Tulum, and I was like, I need, like, an insider's guide to Tulum from, like, a blogger that has the same ideas as me or, like, something, you know? Yeah. Like, best food in Tulum. And, like, we are in this society where we have all this information at our fingertips, but we don't want to search through it. We mm-hmm. don't want to sort through all the stuff. We're probably the, the most educated humans to ever walk the earth now. 100%. Because we have access to so much more. Yeah. And our libraries aren't being burnt down. You know? Mm-hmm. The Library of Alexandria, gone. 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 Isn't it? And we can read and we have vaginas. So that's we like can. a big step forward. That's a big step forward. <laughs> we can read. Relatively we can, we can recent hold, step forward. We can hold jobs, Julia. What? We can do, we can do things. We can do things. When, when I was born, my mom worked at Adidas. Um, no, she worked at a different company. I'm not going to badmouth Adidas. We actually <laughs> like Adidas. It's actually pronounced Adidas. That's what Lindsay keeps saying. I don't okay, know. so the guy who owns its name mm-hmm. is Adi Dossler. Are you sure it's not Adidas Dossler? Yes, I'm 100% positive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my mom had worked at this company, and she was in fashion, right? And it was a foreign company, and she was in the United States office. And she left to have me. Like, she'd obviously been pregnant for a few months. Mm-hmm. She was, like, ready to pop, left work, had a baby, and came back like eight weeks later because in the eighties it didn't, didn't matter. Take, yeah. We didn't take twelve weeks. I don't off. think they had paid. Did they have paid? Maybe. I don't think she got paid leave, yeah. but I have to ask her. Um, it was a pretty big company, so she might have. Anyway, 
she came back and they were like, oh, okay, so you can be a secretary now. She was a VP of marketing. My face right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, Juliet. Like, oh my god. So that, I mean, that was just the eighties. When was like my mom had to, and then my mom went and worked at Adidas. Was the next job she yeah. went and worked at Adidas, and like she was not a secretary, and she was a VP of marketing and sales, and so. But that's the 80s. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we've come so far and we're so educated, but we also don't want to, like, filter through to help educate ourselves or to keep ourselves educated. Or to realize where we came from, like, going back and and seeing that was the case of the 80s. So then knowing why we don't do that, knowing why to not do something is just as important as not doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know how we got to this topic. (laughs) We were talking about relationships, and I don't know how to tie that one back in. Um, Work relationships. Yeah, work. Oh, my God. I fucking hate work relationships. You know why? Okay, I work in an office. They say eight hours a day. I feel like I'm there for, like, 15. I'm not. I'm probably there for, like, an average of 10 or 12. But, I mean, you spend more time with the people in your office if you work a regular 9 to 5 than you do the people at your house. Mm -hmm. Or your kids or anyone else in your life. Anyone else. So, like, if you're married and you have one kid, right, you spend more, and you have a 9 to 5. You spend more time with the people at your 9 to 5 than you do your kid or your spouse or, mm-hmm. like, partner Combined. or whatever. Combined. Yeah. Yeah. Combined. And that doesn't even start to include the people that are outside of your household. So, like, your parents, your sisters, your brothers, your cousins, and then, like, move it outside yeah. of family and go to friends or, like, anything else, you know? And so... So do we have an idea? Well, what, what, well clearly we're trying to be better at this ourselves. Yeah. What are some tips? Like, I, I try to, like, text people. Yeah, I think you and yeah. I have a really good texting relationship yeah. where I'll just be like, Juliet, I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the text message doesn't need to be more than that, Yeah, you know? And, yeah, it, you, you have to reach out to people. I think reaching out is the number one thing. So many times, I've even heard my own friends say, like, well, the phone works both ways. Mm-hmm. And I just want to throw that back in their face sometimes <laughs> and be like, yeah, fucker, you're on the other end of that phone, and where have you been? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that the phone works both ways and we have to maybe take that not as a negative thing, but as a positive thing and, you know, reach out to the people that you love. Even if it's just like a, hey, I was thinking about you today. How much time does that take? None. None. I literally did it this week. Mm-hmm. My friend Christian, who, um, him and I have known each other for a really long time and I've known his family for a long time and I ran into his sister the other week and she's like, I was like, how's Christian? She's yeah. like, oh my God, he's not doing that great. He's like down in the jungle doing drugs. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> like this, okay. Good thing he's like, cell phone. And she's like, yeah, he's like really violent and like we don't know what to do and we haven't talked to him in months. And so I like looked him up, found out that he's like working at an ayahuasca retreat in Costa Rica. So he's not just right. like doing drugs. I mean, yeah, he's, he's kind of doing drugs. But he's, been, he's becoming a shaman. He, yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's, he's bettering himself. He's yeah. trying to figure himself out. And I reached out to him. It was his... I didn't even realize this, but the other day I like woke up thinking about it. I'm like, I'm just going to reach out and tell him like, Hey, I'm proud of him. Proud of the work he's doing. I don't know. But like, you know, I had this encounter with your sister and I told him about the encounter. I was mm-hmm. like, ran into her. She said this. And like, I've obviously been stalking you for a couple weeks now and realized like what the work you're doing and like, whether it's for yourself or for others, like I respect you. I honor the work you're doing. And like, I'm proud of if you. plant medicine is what you like really believe in, then like, I'm proud of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I told him that. And I was like, sorry if this is totally out of the blue. And I, like, sent them that message on Facebook. And then I, like, go into, like, my notifications as one does. And it's like, Christian Metzger has a birthday today. I was like, and then I posted on his Facebook wall. I'm like, really strange. The universe just wanted me to reach out to you today. 
And so when you're feeling that urge to reach out to somebody, Just even like Christian and I hadn't talked in 10 years, probably, aside from like like liking each other's Facebook posts or whatever. Yeah, that doesn't count. And he messaged me back and he's like, oh my God, like so happy to see you've been married. Like I saw those photos back in July, blah, blah, blah. And we like, we got to talking for a few minutes and he's like, thanks for like reaching out. Like that really means a lot. And he's like, I love my family. They don't understand what I'm doing, but they will someday. And like, that took no longer than five minutes of me typing that first thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take a lot of time. It no. just takes that like couple of seconds. Don't text and drive. I'm not an advocate. Now. You really today. I had to call you because you're like, "What do you want from by Chloe?" And I was like, "I'm just gonna call you. I, mean, I know you're driving." <laughs> um, but yeah, I think reaching out is probably number one. You have to reach out, even if you're just thinking of somebody. Just to think about them. Just say, "Hey, thinking about hey, you. Thinking about you. Love you." Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also have to make space for people, right? Yeah. And like, you have to be willing to accept if somebody's not having a good day. And you've just reached out to them and they're like, hey, I could actually really use a friend. You have to make yourself available to that person. You've kind of started the ball rolling there. <laughs> yeah, like you started this. Yeah. Like, yeah. But don't be afraid to reach out because there might be something there. And feel free to say, hey, I'm here for you, but I don't have time right now. This time, this time, this time. Works. Yeah, like, right. let me, can I call you later tonight? Yeah. Or we do that all the time. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm in the middle of something, but like, let right me call you right back. And I think just, yeah, maybe reaching out, being honest with where you're at and your emotions are and... A big thing that I learned this week is that just because somebody else is going through something doesn't mean that they can't take the time to listen to what you're going through, even if you don't feel like it's a big deal, right? Yeah. Like, you, your problems are problems, and if that person's your friend and cares about you, you can be like, damn it, I broke my nail today, and they should want to listen to that. Yeah, that's a good point. You know? Because, like, I could call you about anything and just be like, (laughs) If you call me and you're like, I broke my nail, it's the word. They'd be like, Lindsay... Get a grip. It's not the I worst. Love you, but like, why is it the worst? <laughs> like, this is not the worst. This is not the worst at all. But yeah, I think that yeah, making space, making yourself. What about you? Making what are the things space. that you do? I reach out a lot to people. When I think about them, I reach out, and I do that quite a bit. Um, I truly care about my friends. I'm I'm an only child, so I think that my friends. And I know I can't speak for all only children, so I'm special. But. <laughs> Spoken like a true only child. <laughs> Spoken like an only child is also an actress. <laughs> um, but is like I treat my friends with that similar intimacy and that similar love as a brother or sister because I don't have a brother or sister. So to me, my friends mean so much more. So maybe the friends that really do mean a lot to you, try to make sure they feel that. Yeah. When you're even when you're with them, just take a second to say you're proud of them. I think that's a huge thing, especially in in the society of Instagram and Facebook and social media and all this um, projection of success that we see if you're really successful that's fucking awesome but if you're not successful and you're projecting it it's also also okay okay, and you should but people people will see that and they'll they'll have imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. or they will have like a fear of missing out and to reach out to someone and say hey i see what you're doing i see you yeah i see you and i'm proud of you and i see what you're doing and the work Mm -hmm. you're doing so Mm -hmm. it's just again going back to reaching out but i think saying the words i'm proud of you or saying hey i see what you're doing and it's great yeah, taking that, taking that intimacy away from just your romantic relationships and putting it towards your platonic relationships, yeah. right? Which and also like, tell your partner that you're proud of them when you are proud of them. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't like, hold back telling people that you're proud or that you love or that any of that stuff. Yeah, and I mean, now you and I are very okay with loving people, and there's yeah. some people out there who are not. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to be willing to give love so that you can receive it, you know? And that's something that I've learned, and... If you're not out, like, if you're out there with a negative attitude all the time, you're not going to encounter anybody who's like, 
hey, I hope you have a good day. And if you do, you're fucking lucky. Yeah. <laughs> that person is like so at peace with themselves that they were able to try to help you receive peace. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I think you have to love yourself. You have to be willing and ready and open to have a good relationship. And that's being open in the mind and open in the heart, right? That's being ready to work and willing to listen. Generous with all of those things. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So guys, I mean, in in ending, maybe comment and let us know what you how you maintain your relationships, your 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 romantic relationships, your fan relationships, your work relationships. Oh, we don't like work relationships. No. Actually, we do. We love work relationships. My husband is literally one of my work relationships. Yeah, now you true. are too. And now we are. Oh my god, so crazy. Blending all the colors were rainbow relationships. Rainbow re- Oh my god, that's so cute. We'll make a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so like, what do you guys do to nurture relationships? Mm-hmm. Give us some tips. Uh, leave your tips for other viewers. There's no viewers. There's listeners here. I don't like being behind a camera. Whoever you are. Yeah, whoever you are, just reach out. Um, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to us. I can't believe you've been listening to us for like 49 minutes. Already. Good job. If you're still here, I can't love, you. It. <laughs> I love you. Mean it. Mean uh, it. Yeah, it's been clearly off topic, and it's Juliet. And this is Lindsay, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. All right, peace out. Bye. Bye.